This is Akif. This is Steven. Join us as we seek the dreamers and doers. Discover the extraordinary. And share the inspiring stories of people who are pursuing their passions and chasing their dreams. Welcome to the Sakif and Steven Show. Welcome back to another episode. In fact, it's the second episode of the Sakif and Steven Show. Yep. Uh, thank you guys for watching the first, for listening to the first episode and for all the feedback Uh, that we have received so far, we're trying to make those changes accordingly, which is why there's been a bit of a delay with coming up with this second episode. But I can assure you this is going to be a great one because we have an amazing uh, friend with us today. Yep. Her name's Inglu. We met her in freshman year of university. She has now graduated and is a coach in training. Right. I guess she'll have a lot of things that she can share with us, trying to find our values, how we should go about pursuing our next steps in life, etc. Right. Actually, uh, I met Indo about three years ago. So it was freshman year from my university. We're in the same CCA, same nonprofit organization, Isaac. And she was a leader uh, of mine. Uh, she's such an amazing person. She always does things differently, does things according to her heart. Let's welcome Inglu. Hi, welcome to the show, Inglu. Hello. Hello. Hi. What time is it right now? That? Yes, I know. It's afternoon and it's my night right now in US. How's it going over there? You, you took a flying class today. Tell us about that. Yeah, this morning. So I uh, I basically took a lesson, uh, learned how to fly an airplane. And it was amazing, you know, having the control in my hand, trying to turn left and right up and down. And it was uh, kind of scary and yet it's very exciting. I, I, I think I like this new death experience. <laughs> Maybe we can begin uh, the podcast proper by having an introduction so the listeners can know you better. Okay. So hello everyone again. I attend the NTU and I study Chinese studies along, you know, uh, my university years. I also go in touch in life coaching where I figure out more about myself. What a passion also led me to pursue, you know, coaching right now because I want to create, I want to see people, you know, become a better version of themselves. Only when you realize you want to work on something, only when you feel that there's a need, then life coaching can come in as a catalyst to accelerate things. To me, life coaching is, for example, you right now you're at point A. Right, where you want to go is point B, and life coaching is supposed to support you in finding, you know, what's stopping you from getting to point B, and also uh, making you clear about what are the some of the steps to go to point B. Life coaches always believe that you know your answer. It's just that sometimes something has happened in your past that made. You know, they created some blind spots in you that you cannot see. So only by asking you questions, uh, we hope that you know you can get to the clarity you want. And if I can, you know, give a theory, I will be using the iceberg theory. So for example, the top ten percent is something you know about yourself, and the top, you know, the bottom ninety percent you are unconscious about. You know, sometimes you make certain decisions and you don't know why you you know become angry or very happy about some things. A life coach is you know move the whole iceberg up so that you have more awareness about yourself. And when you have more awareness about yourself, you can make a decision. You can make a choice when you want to do something. You you know what's the intention behind your action, behind your emotions. And this is obviously different from being a mentor, right? We believe that you, you always know your answers. So we're not a mentor. We're not a counselor. Not supposed to give any advice or suggestions. 
you studied Chinese in university, but once you graduated, you decided that, hey, I'm going to go into the path of coaching. Well, the reason why I studied Chinese is because at that point of time, I didn't have a good general paper results and I could not get into business school. And at that point of time, my mom was telling me like, you know, as a girl, being a teacher means you have good holidays and not so stressful. So I took in her advice and then I realized, you know, after all, I have to make decisions for my life. Being a Chinese myself, I can excel in a subject pretty well. So in that case, I actually used extra time finding my strength, building on it. And that's why I joined many, you know, extra curriculum activities, in, including uh, Isaac, uh, Wine Society, Food Society, and, and many, many different societies just to find out, you know, what I'm supposed to do in the future. If there's a purpose in me, you know, how can I pursue that? How can I find out, you know, the best version of myself? I think during... I think part of my exploring journey, I came across this life coaching where I realized how I can fully unleash my potential. And that's where I begin to explore other areas of my life, including you know, sales and marketing. You spent a year with Isaac first once you graduated. After you graduated, you actually took a year off. That's something that normally people wouldn't do because after you graduate, people are stressed about jobs, want to find the the best job they can start with possible because it's important and uh, what everybody's doing. But what gave you the courage to actually doing NGOs for the first year of your graduation? Isaac is the world's largest uh, student-run organization. The basic fundamental you know, vision that he has is you no know, fulfillment of uh, mankind's potential. This is something I'm passionate about. And I'm willing to, you know, devote a year of my life just to do it. And what I think what I've realized and what I gained out of it is I found myself in Isaac. Uh, at the beginning, I have no idea which functions, you know, I should join. It's like a NGO and also a startup. And for a startup, you need to um, have a different functions like sales, marketing, finance, and, you know, human resources. And at the time, I was like, okay, let's try. So I joined the sales team. I was uh, really trying to see what can I achieve out of Isaac and also find out, you know, is this my strength? You know, talking to people, making connections, building relationships and creating value for them. So that was my intention. And so I took it as a challenge to see, hey, look, whether you can do it. And uh, after that, uh, you started uh, doing your coaching thing and trying to be a, a real coach. So you're in, you're in coaching training. What, what has that experience been like Well, so far? What have you learned? Some takeaways from that? So I found my value. If I could, you know, summarize, it would be courage, love, and possibilities. I would not be able to find out this before I, I, I took this program. Basically, the, the first one, courage, is what has been stopping me from all the opportunities that I had. And once I figure out that, I just, you know, all the way go for it. Okay, one example would be, I would study Chinese and I, I, I took a course in marketing. I was like, okay, marketing is fun. Why not, you know, have a try? And that led me to think about why not I get a marketing internship to find out, you know, what exactly is marketing. So without any background, I applied for Unilever. I passed the first round, second round, and the last round, I was actually competing with, you know, all the marketing major students, and I got, and I got internship. 
I was just trying to try to explore what can I really get out of it. And that really proved to me that, you know, even though a lot, you know, I've experienced a lot of failure and every failure just like re-emphasis, you know, you cannot make it. But it's just this courage that pushes me, you know, always say, never mind, just try. Who knows what will happen? I begin to realize how important, you know, courage is. How every time, you know, facing challenges and the attitude is saying yes, yes to this. Right, so so that's the first value, and then what well, the second value is love, and is everything started from loving yourself. Without loving yourself, how can you love the other person? So loving yourself can be you know expressed in different forms, like you know taking care of your health and also working hard because you want to have like a future that you you don't want to regret. So that's starting from yourself, and I'm still you know, exploring this area because the, the, the love can extend to everything, you know, everything, the universe. And then the next stage will be possibilities. You know, I believe like we can always, you know, be a better version of ourselves. No matter who you are, where you're at, you have the choice to make a change for your life. Right now, I'm, I'm so I'm just exploring these three values in my life. And that's, you know, I'm still learning. And uh, I think that's so far what your know, life coaching has taught me. Well, I think that's very amazing. You know, and these are, these three values are courage, love, and possibilities. I'm just curious, you know, for, for the listener, how should they go about discovering their values in life? I filter the value that my parents passed to me or they try to enforce, you know, uh, they try to build something on me. I acknowledge that and I re-evaluate whether it is my value. Because a lot of times, you know, we grew up, you know, environment, you know, parents ask me to do this and actually reflecting the value they, 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 they are having. They sometimes they want to, you know, uh, push that for us. But as I'm growing up, I begin to see, okay, this is their value and I have my own set of value. And how distinguished there's something that you want is that you it, you want something in your life or your parents or the society trying to push something on you. I think trying to make a distinction is very important. That's the first step. After you have the distinction of what you truly want as a person, then you can go to explore. Okay, what is it I want? So I guess what you are trying to convey is every one of us has our set of values, but a lot of our concepts are shaped and influenced by society, by our parents, by our friends. So what we need, we need to do is to dive deep into ourselves and listen to our heart and trying to find out what values do we really, really think are important. Yeah, well, that, that, worked, uh, that worked for me. So, yeah. What has been your inspirations in life? Has there been occasions that has inspired you to do what you're doing? Has there been a person that has inspired you? Uh, well, at this moment, <laughs> I would say my inspiration will be a Japanese singer. Uh, her name is Shina Ringo. Yeah, so <laughs> the reason why I chose her is because she is such a icon. She's very strong at her self-expression. Every song that she sang is really... She, like the, the, the spirit of her just, you know, flowing throughout the songs. And I just admire her of expressing herself so fearlessly, so, you know, so bold. And part of me just want to be like her, meaning that I want to live my life without fear. Just express what I want to say without, you know, afraid of, you know, people's the judgment on you, how they see you. Right. We should totally check ourselves. <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely right after this. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out on YouTube. She's like, wow, she's sexy. She's, <laughs> she's, uh, yeah, full of personality. Just like like a star to me. Yeah. Well, uh, we are running out of time. One final question that we wanted to ask you. Well, not maybe it's not a question, but more like for the listeners out there, what would you like to say to them? You have the floor. Maybe you want to leave them with some questions to think about. Or a message. Some, some, a message or a tip that you want to give to listeners to kind of help them. Well, I, I would like to use uh, the slogan from Nike, <laughs> which is just do it. <laughs> yeah, okay, it, it works uh, for me because, uh, okay, uh, when I was in year one or year two, I, I really want to be in the fashion industry. And, you know, without any background, I just go for it. So I got like a fashion stylist internship with one of the fashion magazines. And and it was because of that experience, I know that I don't think I'm into fashion industry as a uh, as an editor. <laughs> so you got to find out whether this is something that you really want. If you don't try it, you'll never know whether this is something you want. And the, the lesson for me is, oh, so I have to try so that I know this is not my thing. <laughs> so if everything just remain in your dream, you know, you just dream of doing something, you will never get to the truth whether you like it or not. You're like, you're not verifying whether this is your thing. So my advice would be, just do it. You do it such that you are eliminating your choices and such that you can be more focused next time. So every different trials you're getting closer to what you want nothing can stop you from trying right like <laughs> i got many rejections about my co-course about my interviews but if i never get experience i will never know what's the truth behind it a follow-up question to this what will the uh, listeners and us sometimes we have a fear of failure what advice would you give us uh, fear of failures is pretty common uh, I have that and uh, a lot of my clients also have this. Sometimes it's better to express what you're afraid of. Like what exactly you're afraid of? Are you afraid of judgment or are you afraid that, you know, your parents will blame this on you? Are you afraid of anything? And once you make it clear what you're afraid of, then it's more like whether you can come to terms with the fear. Is it really the is it really the consequence or something that you imagine it to happen? Well, that was really, really good stuff. So we have come to the end of this episode and uh, we have Inlu right here with us. Both of us, me and Saki, have learned a lot. For the older listeners out there, uh, I, I hope you have learned something too. Find out what's really, really important to you and uh, takes your time to discover, do some soul searching, bring up self-awareness and try not to be really influenced by others' opinions and societies. You should listen to your heart and uh, truly find yourselves and hope you enjoy the journey. Yeah. Well, if you guys have any uh, audience or you guys have any questions, just feel free to ask me. You know, you can find me in different channels and I'm open to support you. All right. Well, thanks so much. Thank you. We'll wrap Thank it up. You. All right. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap for episode two. Do stay tuned for episode three, where we'll be interviewing a student who's also a social entrepreneur and she's making a real difference in the communities around her. Goodbye for now.